Shameless Media. No matter who you are, where you live, what you do for work, how rich or broke you might be, you're carrying around a secret. We all are. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. And today I am joined by the marvellous Louie Hansen again. I'm back. <laughs> You're back. You couldn't get rid of me. No, we tried. Trust me, guys. <laughs> Literally, but I hung around the front door and I said, let me in. I whipped out signs out the front of the window. I said, let me in. And we were like, fine, if you have to do another episode, you have to do another episode. Because it was just so Fun. No, I, I love kid. unpacking these conversations. We had so much fun and I'm so happy to have you back. <sighs> Louis, you. you've introduced yourself to us on the pod before, but to quickly recap, let me recap. You are a writer, presenter, columnist, podcaster, content creator, and from our last episodes, we now know you are also a hair cutter and a glutinous cake eater. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, I need to add that to my LinkedIn bio. <laughs> <laughs> I was editing those episodes yesterday, and honestly, I was cacking myself. It was hilarious. Your comedic timing, I mean, I don't need to tell you, this is like your job. Incredible. On point. Well done. Look, thank you, but I do have to say it takes two to tango. Oh so, my God. You're incredible. I wasn't fishing, guys, I promise. <laughs> But I'm giving it to you. Louis, some of our listeners know this already because I have asked some of our other co-hosts to share this with me. I want to ask you whether you have lied today because as we know, a lot of secrets revolve around this idea of lying. And actually research tells us that people lie at least one to two times a day. So I want to know, have you lied today? Have I lied today? No, but it is only 10 a.m. It is only 10 a.m. So in a day, I may lie. Maybe you lied to yourself. Maybe you woke up and you said, hey. Always. <laughs> How are you doing today? Good. Good. I'm so happy. I'm All doing well, babes. <laughs> I, do you know what? I really think that white lies are important and mm. healthy. Mm. So yeah, I will pepper white lies throughout the day, I think, just to keep things pushing. Keep so things before when you said that I was funny, was that a lie? No, that was a truth. <laughs> he, he did it again. He lied again. I don't, I don't know. Two things believe. are true. You're funny and I love your outfit. Oh my God. I'm actually like blushing a little bit. <laughs> but have you, have you lied today? I don't know if I've lied today, but I did have a lie that I wanted to share with you. <laughs> I was telling the girls in the office before, I don't know whether this is funny or not, but in my head, I've really hyped it up. I realized the other day that as a kid, I told a lie and I have never, ever, ever shared it to anyone. So you are the first person that I'm going to share this lie with. As a kid, everyone in my year level was getting glasses. And I was like, oh my God, you look super cute. It's like a a fashion moment. So then I proceeded to tell everybody in my life that I'm seeing things a bit blurry. (laughs) I can't see properly. And my parents took me to the optometrist. And in that session, I just pretended the whole time like, like, stop. And then I got glasses (laughs) and I wore them for maybe like a year. And I couldn't see anything through the glasses. But I thought I looked really (laughs) chic. 
<laughs> Literally, you thought I rock these glasses. I did. And like, I still have the glasses to this day because I feel really guilty that my parents paid for them. Because like, we weren't made of money. I was just so obsessed with like, looking like a cute nerd <laughs> that I forced them to buy me glasses. And now they're still in my life to this day. I don't wear them. Oh, I love that. Okay. I have so many questions that I need to ask you Hit right me. now. So after a year of wearing these glasses nonstop, did you just take them off and decide like, oh, um, I my eyesight is miraculously better or? I told people that my eyes improved. I actually think that I've told everyone in my life to this day that I used to have shit eyesight and then I just grew out of it. <laughs> but I think my eyes were always pretty healthy. <laughs> and just to be clear, they're not cool glasses. They're the really thin ones <laughs> that have like thin frames. No, kind of hot. I feel like serving very 2022 vibe. But I actually think that that made me scared of wearing any glasses in any form now. People will know this about me, but I don't even really like to wear sunglasses because I think I've like associated wearing glasses with feeling a little bit of pain behind my eyes because I'm not supposed to be wearing bifocals, which is what I had, bifocals. <laughs> and do you think it <laughs> impacted your eyesight after wearing them for a year? Maybe. So this is another thing. This is such a fucking tangent. No, I love it. My optometrist now says that my oil to water ratio is really off. So my eyes will just start watering at random points throughout the day. Oh. Yeah. And I think that may have something to do with the bifocals. Your oil to water ratio. Yeah, so off. So my eyes are we're just We're not like, talking cars. We're talking Annabelle's eyeballs. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. I'll look into the camera. Can you see the water? <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally having flashbacks to me trying to change the oil from my car yesterday. As soon as you said oil to water ratio, I just had like a PTSD moment. <laughs> oh, look at you. You're such a, a fixer of things. Yeah. So let me add some oil to your eyes. Oh, thank God, you so thank much. Thank you so much. CEO of Oil Changes. In my Let's mind go. right now, I'm like, Annabelle, how do I how do I steer this back on track? <laughs> so instead of segueing, I'm just going to go, Louie, every episode <laughs> we dive into somebody's secret. Oh, no, my water. No, the water, it's okay. It's starting again. It's okay. It's okay. Suck it back, Annabelle. It's time to get down to business. It's time. Let's it's get time. serious now. Every episode, we open a letter from one of the listeners. Each letter will reveal that person's deepest, darkest secret. A secret that they've never told anybody. Here is your letter. It's happening again. Today's secret is from Brooke. So let's open the letter, which our producer Justine will narrate for everybody listening. Thank you, Justine. Thank you, Justine. I really need your help, and I can't talk to my friends and family about how I'm feeling. I am getting married this year and I am so excited to spend my life with my fiancé, Josh. We've been together for five years in June and our relationship is very special. Josh is handsome, clever, warm and romantic. Everything I've ever wanted in a husband. I love him more than I can describe and he treats me extremely well. Over the years, (laughs) we've handled everything life can throw at us together. I was there for him when he was grieving his mum, and he helped me through every mental health struggle I encountered throughout the COVID lockdowns. My parents absolutely adore Josh, and it's with good reason. I am very, very lucky to have him. There's just one problem, though. I can't stop thinking about his best friend. No! His name is Ben, and he's Josh's best man. They've been like brothers since high school. I don't know when I started noticing Ben in a non-friend kind of way, It was probably around this time last year. The three of us, myself, Josh and Ben, developed a ritual of going to the gym together on Saturday mornings, then getting breakfast at a nearby cafe afterwards. It was these Saturday mornings at the gym and sharing breakfast that drew me closer to Ben. He's very tall and attractive for starters, as well as charismatic and funny. Girl. (laughs) 
When I'm with Ben, I find myself having such a good time. We also have the best conversations. We don't agree on everything politically, but I enjoy that he wants to talk things through with me and understand my point of view. He's a great conversationalist and has a great mind. Somewhere, as you can probably tell, my feelings for Ben became a crush. I look forward to seeing him at the gym and get excited at the thought of us having one of our deep conversations. Of course, Josh is always there with us, so everything Josh, is above board. He just <laughs> likes sitting Josh. back and letting us go. I think he finds my closeness to Ben endearing and sweet. His fiancée and his best friend are close, and he's very happy about that. While I'm unsure as to whether Ben feels anything for me romantically, I find it hard to believe he'd be unaware of our chemistry. Truthfully, I'm not sure how he could miss it, or how Josh hasn't developed even the faintest hint of jealousy. Ben regularly comments on my appearance in front of Josh, looking me up and down and saying things like, you look great, or how lucky is this guy to have you? On my birthday, he bought me a bouquet of flowers. But again, Josh was there, and it was seen as something thoughtful (laughs) He's your fiancé, of course he's there. Ben has a long-term girlfriend too, so perhaps that's why nobody really blinks an eye. Josh happens to be there. She's (laughs) lovely, but he never really involves her in our little group. I know that all of this must read badly, and I want to remind you, I love my fiancé so much. He makes me so happy, and I know I make him happy in return. This is not about falling out of love with him or not wanting to get married, because I can't wait to marry him and be his wife. Although, on the other hand, my feelings for Ben are undeniable. There's just something about him that I find so captivating and sexy and, for obvious reasons, wildly confusing. What does any of this mean? Is it normal to have a crush on your partner's friend or to fantasize about them? Is this why some couples swing with their close friends? And ultimately, is this just a natural, unspeakable part of being in a long-term relationship that crushes will come and go without meaning much at all? My mind is swimming and I need some clarity. Okay. What is this podcast? (laughs) I love how that letter was worded like, oh, I'm looking at Ben and his muscles at the gym. Oh, also Josh is there, the love of my life. <laughs> Literally, that was my first thing. It's like, it's like Ben and I are just chatting. Oh, and Josh just happens to be there. What do you mean? Like, He's the common denominator. You're getting married to him. I'm picturing him in the corner just like, oh, what's going on here? Same. It's like they get the front seat to the car and they're like, oh, yeah, Josh is in the booth. Josh is like, where? Pay attention to me. <laughs> Jokes aside, though, I actually feel like this is quite common. Like, I feel like this is the most widespread secret of them all, having a crush while you're in a relationship. It just so happens that Ben is the best friend of Josh, which does create some difficulty. But I feel like it's quite common. Do you agree? <sighs> He's going to disagree with me. <gasps> no, I think... Oh, I don't know. I think... Okay, I think there's layers to this. Mm-hmm. There's much to unpack here today there in always this episode. Is. This is a juicy one. <laughs> it is. So, I'm going to put this question on you first okay. before I answer. Do you think in a long-term relationship it is acceptable to have a crush on anyone? Yes. I feel like we'll get to the layers of this a little bit later, but I I feel like you just have to set boundaries. You need to know in your mind when it's becoming a problem. And here it feels like maybe she's getting to the time and the point in this crush where she's like, hmm, this could go down a really dangerous path or I could cut things off now or like stop myself from fantasizing more and like maybe talking to Ben about it. I think this is the pivotal moment where she decides whether this crush becomes not okay. Right now, it is okay, which is why generally I think crushes 
are okay when you're in a relationship. Do you agree? I don't know. I think it just depends on like what does one define as a crush? Because mm. when I was listening to our reader's story. Let's call her Brooke. Hey, Brooke. How Hi are girl. you, Brooke? Brooke, so I was listening to Brooke's story and I was trying to differentiate between me being in a relationship right now and looking at someone and being like, yes, they're obviously attractive, like yep. an objectively like attractive person versus having a crush, which to me then thinks like, does a crush mean that there's more of an emotional connection there? And, you know, once you go beyond that boundary of just finding them attractive to then kind of fantasizing about them emotionally, is yeah. that when it we do start to get into murky territory? Yeah, I feel like there definitely is a line there between finding someone attractive or noticing someone and then developing a crush. In my mind, it is when you've got a crush, you're thinking about them when you're not seeing them, which is the case here. It seems like Brooke is like thinking about Ben all the time and it makes it hard that Ben is Josh's best friend. I'm also like, maybe it makes sense that she's got a crush on Ben because you're seeing him all the time. You're in love with Josh, who is great in so many ways. Of course, he's going to surround himself with people that are similar or like are also good people. If you think Josh is a good person, of course, Ben's going to be a good person too. You're going to the gym with Josh. Ben's there. He's similar to Josh. Like, I don't know. It's confusing. I would get confused and I understand. I can put myself in a position and understand how this crush developed. Louis, before we delve more into this secret, before we properly get into the details, mm. let's first hear a word from today's sponsor. Louis, our producers have passed us some research. Thank and you, producers. Thank you. <laughs> they polled 40,000 shameless media listeners and asked them, have they ever had a crush on somebody else while with their partner? These were the results. 53% have had a crush on someone else in a relationship. 33 haven't, but they've noticed other people in an attraction sense. And 14% say they've never had a crush nor noticed anyone other than their own partner. Fascinating because I think the 14% that say they've never noticed anyone ever, ever, ever lies. Liza Minnelli lies. <laughs> lies. I was not expecting that to come out of your mouth. Lies. <laughs> yeah. If mm. you are in a relationship and you have never noticed any other human being on this planet Earth, that is a lie. Yeah. That's just a lie because like people are attractive. Yes. Like people are hot. There are many hot people out there. And I feel like that's fine in a relationship to be like, oh, yeah, they're hot. Because they are. Exactly. <laughs> like when you walked into this room, you were like, Annabelle, <laughs> she's fucking hot. Slay. <laughs> I've got a boyfriend, but she's hot. And, I, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, respect that. Exactly. <laughs> See? Sexy, sexy. Sexy, sexy. Just like human nature, you know? But <laughs> Water is wet. People are sexy. Uh-huh. But yeah, totally. Liza Minnelli to the people who say they've never, ever, ever looked at someone. Absolutely. But then I think I'm just struggling to like define my crush aspect because yeah. and I'm just you know throwing it out there into the room feel free to catch, catch okay idea. I'm, I'm ready if you have a crush on someone else outside of the relationship does that mean that you are currently maybe lacking something or certain aspect in your current relationship that maybe you're fantasizing about somewhere else and that person outside the relationship fulfills needs that right now you feel aren't being met in this relationship. Is that what a crush is? And if so, isn't that a bit troublesome or like murky mm. territory? No, I think that's the question to ask when you find yourself having a crush on someone mm. when you're in a relationship. It is like, how is this crush serving you? And like in the context of your relationship, is it fulfilling something that isn't being fulfilled? Like, I don't know, stability, love, but I think here it's different. It just seems like by the end of that letter, Brooke was saying, 
I love my fiance wholeheartedly. He is the one. I know 100% that I want to marry him. And it just seems like this crush with Ben is more so just like a side entertainment thing. And maybe it's a little bit of an ego boost. And I also think because they've been in a relationship for so long, five years, I think, it's only natural to notice other people and develop crushes. And I don't think she's listed here in the letter that there is anything missing in her current relationship Mm. that she wants to be with. Josh forever. That was my main takeaway from this letter, that this is a forever thing. And this Ben crush is just a little bit of a hurdle. It's a shiny new thing that she's been distracted by, but I don't think this is detrimental at all. Mm. It's hard because it's Josh's best friend. Yeah. Like this isn't someone that like, you know, oh, I have a cute little crush on you. Maybe we go to like class together at uni Yeah. and I might see you once a fortnight and then never again. Ben's going to be around. Forever. Forever. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, from Brooke's perspective, she said that she finds him sexy and really funny. They have great chat. So we're talking like physical, emotional, all levels. (laughs) Ticking all the boxes. Is that just meant to like evaporate over time? Mm. Is that meant to fade? He's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think that it seems still quite early in the crush where she could be like, maybe I won't go to the gym with Ben anymore. Maybe I won't, you know, spend time with him and Josh together. Maybe I need to extract myself from potentially situations where the crush could develop. I also think there's a whole nother conversation in whether or not she should tell Josh. Before we get there though, I want to know if you think Ben likes her back or has a crush on her back. Because to me, it seems one way. (laughs) Sorry to crush your soul, Brooke. (laughs) But I just think that, like, he hasn't actually proven at all. Like, they haven't had, firstly, a discussion between the two of them. And I think that would make it so much worse if they talked about the fact they liked each other. That would make it a billion, trillion times worse. But on the facts, he's just being a nice guy, like, giving her flowers. Josh is there. So it's, like, so innocent. He's Josh saying, is always there. He, <laughs> he's saying, he's here? What? <laughs> he's behind me. <laughs> Hi, Josh. <laughs> he just won't leave every scenario oh, when there is two people present in a conversation. Josh is there behind your back. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> uh. I've lost my train of thought because of fucking Josh. <laughs> Let me hop back on. <laughs> because I feel like... He's saying, you look great just as a courtesy thing. I also think, though, it's funny. Those quotes could be read in a really, like, salacious way. Like, Brooke, you look great. Mm. Or they could be like, Brooke, you look great. I hope you're having a nice day, Brooke. And I think in her, in Brooke's mind, she's reading it like that. She's interpreting, like, his words like, mmm, I want you. Yeah. (laughs) But I think it's definitely possible. He's just being a good bloke, being a good best friend to her fiancé. Agreed. Mm. I think by all accounts, he is just acting in a way that a best friend would. As, you know, I think we would all want our best friend to be to our partner. Mm. Just really nice and friendly. So I completely agree. I think Ben is just kind of vibing at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, he's just having a good time. (laughs) He's just vibing with his best friend and his best friend's partner. If Ben brought his girlfriend to social things, I think I could definitely say wholeheartedly, I think Ben's just vibing you as a friend. But the fact that he doesn't invite his partner to things, if I'm putting myself in his girlfriend's mm. shoes, I'm a bit miffed. Like I'm a bit like, hey, where's my invite? Does this signal something that maybe you don't want me here because you are trying to get it on with Brooke? Mm. <laughs> Wait, does Ben have a girlfriend? Ben does have a girlfriend. Oh my God, I missed I that part. Layers. Yeah, interesting that they never have double dates, Yeah, right? Brooke doesn't really talk about double dates in this. That is rather interesting. But I'm going to stand behind Ben in a supportive manner. 
and just say, yep, I reckon you're vibing and I reckon Ben is just yeah. being polite to yeah, everyone. Yeah, just being good boy Ben. Just going to the gym and sending flowers and shit. Yeah, I know you've kind of been like, oh, I don't think crushes are necessarily always a good thing in a relationship. I want to know if you've ever had a crush while you've been in a relationship. No. As we talked about earlier, in a relationship, there are people that I find attractive. Mm. But when I think about a crush, I feel like that's a way, an outlet for me emotionally to kind of, as we said, fulfill needs or certain aspects of relationship that I'm not currently getting. Yeah. So... No, <laughs> like I, I've spoken to people, I've met people, I have friends. I'm like, oh my God, you're all hot. I love this. But in terms of like my emotional connection and feeling the need to reach out, I've been like, like quite lucky in the sense that I have never felt the need to like kind of outsource emotionally. Yeah. Or if I did, if I did have crush on people and I was seeing someone else, I dump that person's ass because I'm like, obviously this isn't working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. I think I'm the same. In my past relationship, I never had a crush on anyone. But I must say, this maybe makes me seem like a bit of a shit, but I think everyone's attractive often. <laughs> is, that, is that a shit thing? No, that is amazing. <laughs> humans are hot. And you know what? As humans, we're also horny people. Yeah, I just appreciate beauty. 100%. I think in terms of mini steps forward, right? Mm. You know I love a plan of attack. I know. You know I love a direction. One of the things I love about you. <laughs> you know I love a direction here. Brooke obviously needs to have a chat to her partner. I'm going to say not about Ben. Okay. Not about Ben. Yep. Personally, and this may be a bit of a red hot take, just don't say anything. Because I just feel like that's his best friend. Mm. And I feel like mentioning crushes, particularly in regards to your fiance's best friend, I don't think... That's going to do much good. Yeah. But you definitely should have a conversation with Josh about other aspects. For example, maybe there are certain things that I am not really getting in this relationship. I love you so much, but I'm thinking about maybe, you know, non-monogamy or, you know, various ways to explore or form other connections that doesn't impact our loving relationship. Yeah. I think she should start a bit of a conversation like that. What do you think? I agree that I don't think she should tell Josh about Ben. If I was Josh and my partner came to me and was like, hey, I like am super into your best friend. World War Three. I would die. And I would die. also I would never ever stop thinking about it. Because I'm most of the time all for like hundred percent transparency. But I think actually I'm all for 99% transparency. That 1% is if there is a Ben in my life, a best friend Ben who's hot and like gets the attention of my partner, that would just be crumble inducing. I would crumble. Crumble inducing. (laughs) Me, I am the crumble. It would induce (laughs) the crumbles. I actually don't know if I think she should have a conversation about opening up the relationship Simply because this is actually maybe me projecting in that I am all for monogamous relationships in my life. In my mind, I'm thinking maybe this is just a bit of, not a phase isn't the right word, but to me, the way she's describing Ben, it seems like a fleeting distraction. And the fact that he is the best friend is the thing that's adding all of the complication. But if this was like a similar level crush with like her barista or something, I would just be like, yeah, it'll fade away eventually. I think there's every chance that this could turn into nothing and it could become a memory later on in life where she's like, I remember when I had a crush on Josh's best friend? How funny. Yeah, she says that in their wedding speech. <laughs> I remember like last year, oh my God, I thought your best friend was the best man. Yeah, Ben right there. He's so sexy and we have really deep political chats. 
We don't agree on the politics, but they're really in depth. In those chats, you're Josh just like in the corner. I don't know. Where oh you yeah, are. so jo- Josh happened to be Josh there also at there. the wedding. How weird is that? <laughs> no, I do. I'm hearing you. Yeah, I'm hearing you, and I think I do agree. Maybe meeting in the middle somewhere. Should Brooke just monitor the situation? Yeah. Maybe for now, leave things at bay, let things be, monitor it. In the short term, hey, you have a crush yeah. on your fiance's best friend. Oh! But like maybe, as you said, it could pass. I would say monitor it. But if it doesn't fade away, have a conversation with your fiance, Brooke, not necessarily about Ben, but just about these feelings that you're having if there are things that you're wanting outside of the relationship, whether you want relationship roles to change in terms of like monogamy, non-monogamy, have that kind of open dialogue with him. But yeah, maybe, maybe just monitor it for now. Because she did say, oh, is this why couples swing? I thought I took from that. I think she just wants to sleep with Ben. And if she's swinging with Ben, she gets to sleep with him. That is my biggest nightmare in terms of like, Having an orgy, right? I've always felt like if I ever had an orgy, I would be the one that's like piece of furniture in the corner. The while Josh, everyone else the Josh is of like, the situation. Yes, yeah. yes. And like, oh, I really wanted you. And I'm like, well, shit. Like no one wants me. Would anyone like a glass of water or slice yeah. oranges? You know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely feel the same. I also want to tell Brooke, don't monitor for too long. Don't sit and dwindle and let the crush become something bigger than it is. Mm. I would honestly say monitor while simultaneously putting in boundaries with Ben, stepping back a little bit from seeing him so much. Stop going to the gym for a little while. Work it out on your own. Sit with it inside of yourself. <laughs> Hunt those dumbbells by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> just just for a few weeks. Louis, that is it for today's episode of Everybody Has a Secret. Thank you so much for joining me. This has been so fun. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. I think last time I said I love you and now we're doing appreciation. I think that's next level. I think the feelings are mutual. This is more than a crush. This is more than a crush. Oh, watch out, Cam. As always, (laughs) thank you to everybody for listening to season one of Everybody Has a Secret. This was our last episode for the season, but do not fret. We will be back in your ears for season two very soon. So keep an ear or eye out for updates on that. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, write us a letter and mail it to our PO box. You'll find all the details about where to send your letters in our show notes. Of course, if the old school mail system isn't your thing, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. Bye. Bye. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello guys, Mish here. I am the co-founder of Shameless Media. Thank you so much for giving us your ears and your mind and your time. We're so grateful. If you enjoy the stuff that we produce, may I recommend our brand new podcast, Style-ish. Stylish, if you want to say it quickly. Style-ish, if you want to take the long way through It is our podcast for all things fashion, brand, business, and beauty. If that is in your wheelhouse, if you care about style content, you will love this show. It is, of course, more than just a show as well. It is a newsletter. It is an Instagram feed. It is a TikTok account. 
there is so much good stuff going out on Stylish every single day starting now. So in your favorite app, search for Style-ish. Give it a listen. Give it a follow. We are an independent media company and we would be so, so grateful for all your support. That's all for me, guys. Check out Stylish and have a good one.